Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, my art friends. Hi, artists. It's Kelly Folsom here, and you are listening to the Art Life Conversations podcast, where we talk all things art life and, well, life in general, but everything that impacts our art life. So thank you all so much for all of the comments that you've sent me, um, suggested topics that you've sent me, things that you would like me to talk about, um, in, in this art life that we face. So, and be sure to keep those coming. So send me, I do want to hear from you. Again, this is conversations, <laughs> not the Kelly Folsom monologue. And I know we can't actually have a conversation live one-on-one together here, but I do want to hear from you. I do want to have a conversation with you. So be sure to send me an email at info at artlifewithkelly.com, or you can leave a comment in the comment section below. Um, but especially if you have a suggested topic, that you'd like me to talk about um, or um, a problem that you face in your art life, um, be sure to email that in because that always stimulates new ideas and and new podcasts um, for me to cover. And here's the thing, if you are struggling with something, if you're going through something in your art life, um, chances are a whole lot of other people are too. And chances are I have already gone through it and um, deal with it myself, right? So it's important to know that none of us are alone. We're all in this together. We all got each other's back, right? And um, we're all here to support each other. So um, be sure to not hide in any kind of shame because, of course, whenever you are hiding your experience, you know, then you just miss out on helping other people deal with that same experience or getting the support that you need to be able to move through that experience. So today, this is episode six, and I'm talking about, I'm going to be talking about one of the biggest struggles that, well, probably human beings in general face, but um, us as artists definitely, definitely deal with this little problem, and it's called procrastination. (laughs) So I just got done filming a new course for some of the artists that I mentor online, and it's a time management course. But in that course, one of the topics that I hit on lightly, but is not to be taken lightly, is procrastination. Because procrastination is the biggest energy vampire that you could let into your life. And we all do it. Um, probably every day, probably every week, you know, some of us maybe more than others. But procrastination is just something that uh, will definitely keep you from achieving your artistic dreams in this life and living your best life, best art life in general. And it's something that I really take seriously, so seriously that anytime I'm procrastinating something, I like to nip it in the bud ASAP because 
It is so serious. This thing can take you down. It is the biggest time robber and not even just time, but massive energy robber and massive self-esteem destructor is what procrastination is. So I really take procrastination seriously. Um, now I will say, you know, obviously never beat yourself up for procrastinating. Make sure you show yourself some grace. Um, but it is really a, I think, you know, a villain to be watched out for, um, because it will just rob you of so much, your energy, your focus, your inspiration, your motivation, your time, your self-esteem, um, your confidence, because the more that you give into procrastination, you know, the weaker and weaker and weaker we become. So I wanted to just share, um, this quote just because I find it so inspiring, um, by JP Morgan. The first step towards getting somewhere is to decide that you are not going to stay where you are. So why is it so important for us to beat procrastination and make sure that procrastination doesn't, you know, rob us of all of those things I just listed? And the reason why is because we have a big dream for ourselves, right? If you don't have a big dream for yourself, for your art life, then, then maybe that's the first place to start is to kind of get clear first on what it is that you really want, what it is that you really want to create, not just on the easel, but for yourself, for your art life. Um, so if you don't know what that is, or if you don't have, um, a desire to grow and become a bigger, better version of yourself, then I would say that's probably the first place to start. Um, and then sometimes with procrastination, we, we just lose sight. We've lost, we've lost some of our vision. We've lost some of our commitment to our bigger, better life that we want, our bigger, better art life. And so when we lose sight of those things, then we can start to give into procrastination easier. So for me, procrastination, what I've noticed in myself and in other artists that I've worked with online is that um, it usually comes from one of two places. It's usually procrastination is caused because you are really afraid to do something. Um, that's one reason, like you're just really scared to do something, the thought of following through on that is just really frightening. And more often than not, for me, it tends to fall in number the number two camp. Not that I'm, you know, fearless by any means, but usually when I when I see procrastination. Um, showing up very visibly in my life. It's because the thing that I'm procrastinating, I just don't want to do it, frankly. It's uncomfortable. It's annoying. It's frustrating. You know, whatever that thing is, it's just an irritating task for me to have to do. Um, or it's so, it's so beyond maybe my current skill level or so outside of my comfort zone that all I want to do is avoid the freaking thing, you know? So, 
Oh my gosh. And so the problem is, of course, is that once you start giving into that procrastination, the more and more that you are giving power, giving your power away and you just get weaker and weaker and weaker. And so for me, until, until I correct the thing, until I do the thing that I'm procrastinating, until I actually do it, I don't get any of that energy back you know, and that's why, you know, nowadays I just try to take it. So I try to take it so seriously. I take it seriously because I just realized like how much just procrastinating one thing that I don't want to freaking do just takes my power away and I lose energy and I lose focus. I, I lose love. I lose joy. I mean, again, it is really like one of the biggest energy vampires <laughs> I think that we can face is procrastination. So Um, one of the, I wanted to give you, you know, basically the solution that I use for procrastination and, um, you know, I, in case it helps you because it is so freeing and so helpful to me to do this. And again, I want to encourage you to do this, um, when you're not in a place of like severely, you know, beating yourself up or judging yourself or anything like that. You do want to do this, you know, with some grace, but also, you know, be honest, like get real, be honest with yourself, you know, (laughs) so much of progress and success that we make in this life is done privately. It is, it is an internal, you know, so much of it is an internal battle and nobody really watches. We're all kind of going through the same shit, you know, but nobody sees it. Nobody sees me in my studio dealing with procrastination. You know, what a lot of people see is just, oh, there's Kelly again. She's got a new course. She's got a new painting. She's, she's always doing something. Boy, she just must not ever, you know, procrastinate. You know, I don't know, but from outside looking in, you know, sometimes it can appear like people don't like maybe they've totally overcome these things and they never have to deal with them again. And it's just simply not true. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm hoping that maybe there is a day where I won't struggle so much with procrastination, but at the same time, maybe not because that's part of what makes me human. So I don't think it's like procrastination. The fact that we procrastinate isn't bad. Like it doesn't make us a bad person. We're not bad artists if we are procrastinating things, right? So it doesn't mean anything about me per se whenever I'm procrastinating. So it's not really about that. It's not about fixing the procrastination or hoping that procrastination will uh, never be, you know, in our lives again, because I just think that's unrealistic. You know, even as we grow and grow and grow, there's always going to be something that, uh, you know, if we're growing, we're always kind of pushing ourselves beyond where we're at in that current stage. And so there's always going to be something uncomfortable or some new skill that we're having to learn. Or, you know, for me, it's just, it's a constant evolution. And so there's always something that uh, once I get past a certain stage and trying to move into another stage, it's like, oh no, now I have to learn how to do that and I don't want to. <laughs> so my my inner procrastinating voice always sounds like a little kid whining. I don't know about yours, but um, it, my inner procrastinating voice is always like, oh gosh, ugh, I don't want to do that. It's so annoying. It's so irritating. <sighs> really? 
striptease. I thought being an artist was going to be fun. You know, like I thought I was just going to be inspired every day and leaping through the garden, cutting flowers to paint and, oh, butterflies swirling all around my head. And, you know, hey, sometimes that's my days as an artist and it is awesome. But there is also a lot of stuff that comes along that is part of it. So it's just, it's always going to be, you know, a mix of that, a mix of these really high highs and a bowl full of cherries, rainbows, you know, sunshine and sunflowers and daisies. And then there's also this other side, which is like, you know, oh gosh, the sludge that you have to get through. You feel like you're literally walking through sludge to do some of these things that you have to do. So for me, that's how my inner procrastinator sounds. She's very um, uh, like a whiny little kid like me whenever I was a kid. And I used to tell my mom, I don't want to clean my room. You know, <laughs> I don't want to fold my clothes, all that kind of stuff. So um, the technique that I use that really helps me, the reason why it helps me so much is because it allows me to see how much it costs how much this thing that I am procrastinating cost me. And I tell you what, whenever I see how a little small task is costing me um, immensely in this life, I just go, we ain't got time for that, girl. Like, put on your big girl panties and go do that thing. So I'll give you um, a recent example uh, in my personal life, something I was procrastinating, and uh, maybe you can relate to this. I'd love to hear from you guys um, your experience with procrastinating and if you've developed any other ways of dealing with it. Because I sometimes I don't think just going just shut up and do it, you know, really works. So for me, the motivation to actually do something for me is like to see like how it's impacting my life in a negative way. And so that gives me a lot of motivation. Like, well, no, of course I don't want that. So recently I had a thing I was, I, I, and actually I really wasn't that conscious that I was procrastinating it until I sat down and wrote, okay, what are three, is there anything I'm procrastinating? You know, and I wrote down three things, these three things I'm procrastinating. And the first thing was transferring my videos off of my computer onto my portable hard drive. And the next step of this exercise, which you would think, um, what's the big deal about that, right? Like, that doesn't take very long, does it? (laughs) And you're right, it doesn't take very long at all to do something like that. But we all have our different things that we just hate doing and we just, you know, would rather not do them. So, but the next step of this exercise that's so important is asking yourself why you're procrastinating. Why am I procrastinating this? And then I, you know, just give the answer. I journal. I'd like to journal mostly because it gets the thoughts out onto paper, but you can also just, you know, obviously have an inner dialogue about it. Um, so, but that's the next step is what are you, first, what are you procrastinating? Number two, why are you procrastinating it? And then, um, you know, what is procrastinating that thing getting you or preventing you from being able to do? And so, so my answer to why I was procrastinating it was, you know, the answer of, because I freaking hate doing that. I don't like doing that. Oh, you mean I have to transfer all those files to my hard drive? 
oh, I hate doing anything computer organized, you know, anything organizing on the computer. I just hate it. I don't want to be on the computer, you know, um, specifically doing that. Now I'll go get on the computer and, you know, do all kinds of, you know, marketing tasks and writing, writing my blog. I have no problem doing that. I don't procrastinate that stuff, but Anyways, but, but like the, the, the why that came out was like, I hate doing anything organized on the computer, you know? So then I like to ask like, well, how long will this task take for me to complete? Literally, it would take me 60 seconds to go in there, plug in the, um, hard drive, drag and drop those videos, videos over so I can free up that disk space on my computer for new, content for new courses, you know? And so what I realized was that the other two things I wrote down that I was procrastinating, I wasn't procrastinating them at all. I just, those, those were the next two tasks on the list that couldn't get done until I did that one task that I was procrastinating. So for example, like I needed to get the videos over to my video editor to get her to edit them, you know, and so that I could, um, upload new videos for a new um, video course I was creating. I couldn't do that until I freed this up. And so it was just stalling progress. And, you know, my, my whole, you know, team, all the people helping me are stalled in their progress because I wasn't doing a 60 second task. (laughs) So when you see it like revealed onto paper sometimes, and then you also see, for me, it really takes me seeing like, what is this taking from me? How is this robbing me? How am I robbing myself? Because that's really what's going on. I'm really robbing myself in this situation. So once I can see that, then it's like, boom, let's go do it. Do it right now. I mean, I didn't write another thing down. I got up immediately, went to the computer, plugged it in, dragged and dropped. And, you know, it took the computer an hour or two to get all of the data transferred. But once that was done, it was done. Then I was like, okay, time. Now I can do that other task, upload the new videos, get them on the G drive, get them to my video editor, you know? Um, so all three things, got done and accomplished in a couple of hours, all because of a 60 second task that I had been procrastinating for about three days. So I lost three days of time. And I have to tell you, as soon as I got it done and got it completed, I got such a huge surge of energy and focus back because now my mind wasn't dwelling on Oh, I've been procrastinating that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know, so now all that mental clutter was gone and I could move on to the next thing. You know, I can move on to more important things, bigger and better things. And I will say with procrastination, obviously, if it's something that um, is really not serving you in a bigger, better way, um, you know, the task that you have to do, if you can delegate it, if you can automate it, automate it obviously, or eliminate it altogether. You know, if it's just not something that's serving your life anymore and you don't really need to do it anymore, why are you doing it? You know, so so I think it also clues us into areas where um, maybe we might need some, some help from other people or maybe it's something, uh, sometimes things that we're procrastinating or just things that um, are not really 
going to get us to that bigger and better life that we want, and that's okay. So obviously there's times in those cases where it can be an indicator of a change maybe that you need to make. But most of the time, I think it's just, you know, procrastination is just that inner little kid who doesn't want to do the thing that's frustrating, that's aggravating. And sometimes some of the things we're procrastinating are much bigger and harder than just the example I gave of just, you know, putting some videos on a portable drive. Um, sometimes they are big and scary things. You know, sometimes they are bigger projects that are a big learning curve for us. Maybe you're trying to learn how to, um, send, send out an email newsletter or get your website set up, um, or learn how to, you know, gosh, I need to get my PayPal connected to my website and stuff like that. And maybe it's stuff that is so out of your, um, you know, your circle of, of knowledge or skill that, yeah, it is really more of a scary situation. And also you're, you're expecting it to be frustrating and time consuming and all of that. So obviously there are times like that where, um, it's a bigger deal and it feel it just feels like a bigger deal really, because anything can be broken down into, um, into bite-sized chunks. And so for those larger projects like that and things that are more scary, what I recommend doing is that you just schedule some time that week to work on it. And I don't care if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Like sometimes the more we're expecting something to be incredibly difficult and frustrating, we we kind of blow it up in our mind that it's going to take so much time and be so hard and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, um, and really most of the time it's really not that hard, you know, or it doesn't maybe take as much time as our mind drama has blown it up to be. So, um, in those cases, I recommend that you just start small, that you just start with setting aside 30 minutes that week. And this is the time I'm going to go and I'm going to log into PayPal and I'm going to research the help files or, you know, whatever the case, whatever the ta- bigger task or more uncomfortable task may be. And I'm dedicating 30 minutes to that so that I know I at least took some action and stopped procrastinating it. And then you know what? Whatever I glean from that uh, step, you know, whatever I need to do next, I'm going to schedule the next 30 minutes that I'm going to give to that task, you know, until you get the thing done and get it figured out. But it's really even just taking that action, even if you don't complete the task, if it's a bigger task or project. Um, bigger project, even if you don't complete the project in one sitting, even if that project does take you two weeks, three weeks, a month to complete, just, that's not really the point. The result, the completed project is not what's draining your energy. Like not having it completed is not what's draining your energy. It's the fact that you're not taking any action at all and that you're procrastinating it. Okay, artist. Um, once again, I hope that this tip is technique that I used on, you know, questioning my procrastination, asking why I'm procrastinating and seeing what kind of effect that's having on me. Um, and then of course you have to do the thing, right? That's the third step. Go do it, get to it, hop to it and go do it. Um, so I hope that this has been helpful to you and I can't wait to hear your responses, hear your experiences. Um, so again, feel free to share with me. And until next time, I'm wishing you happy painting. Bye.